0: Hi, and welcome to Crypto Made Easy. My name's Andrew. Thanks for listening. This episode, I want to talk about holding and trading, and what suits your style of investing in crypto. But before we do, I am not a financial advisor. And any information given out on this show is not financial or investment advice. Please do your own research. So I suppose the question for a lot of newcomers into crypto is, do I buy and hold or do I trade? Honestly, all I can really say is do whatever you're comfortable with. By that I mean it's crypto. Both have their risks. I'll just tick off a few good sayings or things to remember First, when it comes to trying to increase your value of your cryptocurrencies, um, you know, I probably covered them in the acronyms um, episode, but here's a few for you just to remember before we go ahead with holding and trading. Never sell at a loss. Pretty self explanatory that one. I'm not going to elaborate. Buy the rumor, sell the news. So buy the rumour, sell the news. good example of this is uh, probably six, eight months ago, uh, Verge, rumoured the biggest crypto partnership ever. That's when you buy. News drops that it's Pornhub, sell real quick because the price plummeted and pretty much hasn't recovered. So buy the rumour, sell the news. Spread your load. So what I mean by that is don't go all in. We all say I've gone all in, Pretty much all of us don't mean it um, always have your little backups sitting there uh, spread your load keep your research fresh a lot can happen fast in crypto so something you read about a week ago may not be relevant now buy the dip another self-explanatory one you've had plenty of time of opportunity to buy lately <laughs> know when you've missed the train if a coin's at say one cent hits an all-time high of $0.04 in a day, it'd be safe to say you've probably missed the train in 95% of circumstances. Take your profits. It's quite okay. So many occasions I've cashed out, uh, left my initial investment, and skimmed the profits off the top. There's nothing wrong with doing that. Uh, We're here to make money at the end of the day, so feel free to take your profits when you're making them. So there's a few sayings, uh, things to remember, with your crypto investment I'm sure a few more will pop up as we go into things like so holding I would say probably the most common crypto investment style so what is hold and how long do you hold for holding can be a project you bought maybe at ICO because you see the project coming to life with real use and gaining value now depending on the project that could be six months or in some long-term holds, it could be three to five years. During this hold time, you keep an eye on, you know, keep a tab on things, make sure the project's hitting its goals, still going, (laughs) things are happening, etc. Almost like a security on your investment. Look, things don't always go to plan. In this case, and not always the project's fault, you know, to blame. Um, I've been guilty of either cashing out because I couldn't resist the profits, or selling one project to invest in another. It happens. Um, Your hold doesn't always have to be strong, strong hold, you know, other opportunities definitely arise. You should take them. Now you don't always um, buy and hold a project at ICO level. Some ICOs sell out, you might not get the opportunity. Uh, Some only become popular well after the ICO. I currently hold two coins that I bought off exchanges well after the ICO, but have no intentions of selling for quite some time yet. Yes, with the current bear market, holding has been very painful, but if you've chosen solid projects, the bulls will return and brighter days will follow. Just look at this is a really big dip to buy. (laughs) Makes me feel better saying that anyway. So that sort of outlines holding, uh, the aspect of what it is somewhat we'll so move on to trading now trading in the many ways you can trade crypto what is trading how is it done essentially buying and selling for profits so many ways to trade uh, we'll start with arbitrage so that's where a coin is one price on a certain exchange and the same coin is trading for a higher or lower price on another exchange so you buy and sell between those exchanges To make your money bots bot trading high risk if you want my opinion there's plenty of scam bots out there that will just take your money there are legit bots but not something i've had much to do with so bot trading is at your own risk in my opinion signal groups or pump signal groups or whatever they want to call themselves mostly mounted around speculation Or if everyone in the group, a large group, buys a coin, the price will go up. Mm, Yes, it will. Don't get caught selling too late is my advice on that one. Everyone buys. Everyone's going to want to sell at the top. So don't miss out there. Fairly risky. Futures trading. Going long and short on Bitcoin. Possibly the highest risk form of crypto trading. Uh, Only consider if you are an experienced trader is my advice. Uh, even then, you are you know, still at risk of getting wrecked, that's for certain. I'm not even going to go into explaining futures trading. Uh, it's not advised for beginners, so we're going to leave that one alone today. Now, day trading, possibly the most thrown around trading term in the crypto sphere. Common, uh, common form of trading by common crypto people day trade doesn't necessarily mean you buy and sell in one day just keep that in mind because we never sell at a loss it might take a day or two or three to recoup so day trading can be good fun but you will need time spare time to be successful you'll also need some knowledge on reading charts technical analysis and brought together with some good research and tips and rumors and trends you can trade for profits with a moderate understanding of how the crypto market works. Still a risk involved, but reward needs risk. I've always sort of worked it out as, I find out the calculated, I calculate the risk and that determines whether I want to take that risk. But in the past, I've I've done well by day trading. Unfortunately, time doesn't allow it anymore. Uh, But I certainly learnt a lot about crypto day trading. Now the next one I want to cover, peer-to-peer trading or P2P trading. Somewhat new kid on the block and relatively low risk if you're sensible. I really like this form of trading. Um, you can make some good dollars doing it. Essentially it's a form of arbitrage that we started with. Uh, you buy the coin you want to trade uh, from for the lowest price you can find it on an exchange and you sell it for a higher price peer-to-peer. So platforms like Local Swap allow you to set your price at a percentage and follow the market price. Uh, so you can set your percentage above, you know, whatever percent above the market price and it will follow the market up and down, or you can fix your price, no matter the market movement. You're also able to sell locally or internationally, and you can make a premium offering harder to find on central exchange payment methods. So, for example, payment methods like cash or direct bank deposit, uh, even credit cards or gift cards. People are happy to buy and sell for a small premium for this advantage. Uh, There are also geographically some areas that will pay a premium for certain coins peer-to-peer. Now, I will say, be sensible when peer-to-peer trading. Set your trade terms, never release anything without physical payment first. Uh, reference Local coin swap again that, to my knowledge, has the best safety features available peer-to-peer at the moment. With an escrow system, uh, trade profile ratings, 95% of the funds are kept in cold storage, and a dispute resolution team, peer-to-peer's never been safer really. Uh, if you follow the steps and don't accept dodgy payments, uh, from someone offering 50% over market price, you'll be okay. <laughs> just don't go the, you know, I'll give you $50,000 for a Bitcoin. It's probably a scam. Uh, so just common sense. Use it and you'll be fine. I've been told you can't say common sense anymore because what's common, but well, it makes sense to me, so I'm going to keep using it. One last thing that I'll, probably should have fallen into the whole part of the conversation, but I thought it was worth... Mention and that's currency that offer ROI or return on investment or dividends. Again, local coin swap crypto shares offer a passive income by holding their tokens. In their case, 100% of the profits from the exchange are paid back to the community in dividends. They're paid quarterly. The dividend token is redeemable for the underlying crypto, being the fees collected from trading on the exchange. So you can end up with, say, 20 or more currencies in your portfolio. A great way to gather some coins you probably may not have ever bought before. So you're going to end up with a portfolio full of coins. Uh, There are some other coins offering profit share and those type of payment for holding their coin. Definitely worth a look at all of them. Um, I'm, you know, not biased. I just referenced swap because I'm involved in the project. So, you know... There are lots of others. Um, don't be, don't be just swayed by my opinion. So hopefully that gives you some pointers when it comes to growing your crypto investment. I've got an extra topic that I want to talk about. I want to talk about quickly KYC or Know Your Customer. Now I know I say I won't give you a, a biased opinion on this show, but in this case I think a lot of people have had the wool pulled over their eyes, so you're going to get my opinion on it, and it's going to be biased. You might have noticed a lot of exchanges recently pushing how good KYC is, well that's mostly because the country of their business is forcing them to use it, so they're going to make it sound great because they've got no choice. I'm going to give you a different perspective on KYC and explain why it's not as good as everyone thinks it is. If you haven't filled out a KYC requirement before, this is normally the requirement. Passport or driver's license. Copy of front and back. Utility bill, so gas, water, whatever it is, with your current address. Or a rates notice or bank statement. Mobile phone number that is verified. Email address that is verified. A selfie with your ID or a signed letter giving permission for the company to check you out and keep your details. Now just think about the information you've just given up for one second. Right. Now think about what you could possibly do with all that personal information. I know that wasn't enough time because of the things that just went through your mind were horrendous. Therefore, you're putting enormous amounts of trust into, to be frank, total strangers to do the right thing with your details. That, let's be honest, in the past haven't always been known for their honesty. It's not a risk I'm willing to take. And though I will point out the reality is identity theft, fraud, the list goes on. To total strangers, really, because we don't know everyone that owns every exchange. They're not. We don't have dinner parties. Uh, They're strangers, and could be crooks, could be anybody. And people are willingly giving over every single piece of information you need to do some pretty horrendous things. Uh, So that's my opinion on KYC. Don't be fooled. It's being forced upon us. look there's platforms like local coin swap that still do not require kyc and that's a good thing in my eyes before we finish up twitter crypto made easy to jump on and follow if you haven't already add crypto made easy to your podcast library and guys if you listen through apple podcast please hit those stars and would love it if you could write a quick rating too that would be awesome as always, I'm on Telegram, Local Swap, and Crypto Made Easy Telegram chat. Also on Discord, Local Swap. please come say hi. Anytime you like, chat about crypto, chat about the podcast, anything. I'm up for it. Guys, thanks for listening. Talk soon.